Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to Straight White Whale. As always, my name is Darren Connell. We are joined with my friend, producer, colleague, Paul. Hello. Hi Paul. Hiya. This is episode 89 and by golly, it is nice to be in the studio today. We need to start the podcast off with an ad read from Arguing Co. I hope you've enjoyed that tune, by the way. That was an absolute belter. 
That's that one was for all my fallen soldiers out there. Paul, can you do the ad read, please? I can if I can find the. Um, oh, here we go. Just waiting for my script. So. Once again, the returning sponsor is Alan Argue and Argue and Co. Legal, who are a Glasgow-based law firm. Their office is in George Square. They can assist you with most all legal issues, but if they can't, they'll point you in the right direction to someone who can help you. Um, so no matter what the issue is, please contact them. The main area of expertise is personal injury claims. So if you have been in a car accident, injured at work, fallen down a well, uh taking a bad supplement, um, <laughs> bitten by someone's pet, um, they'll get you the maximum compensation that you deserve. The main difference between Alan, arguing co-legal, and the big law firms that you see and hear advertised on the TV and radio is their level of customer services and their approachability. And I can personally, I think it's all done now, so I can say that I worked with Alan personally on a car accident that I was in, and I get compensation. It was all drawn out and... Um, Alan's communication and customer service levels were absolutely top-notch. I couldn't be happier with what he did for me. So they genuinely treat you um, like a friend or family member. And they always keep you up to date in your case and speak to you like a normal person. Alan is just a guy from Glasgow, you know what I mean? And, um, they are cheaper than most other law firms um, and have a range of funding options, including no one, no fee, which is what I got. Um, and... Um, if you quote straight white whale that you came for this podcast, you will get a discount if there is any fees. So please contact them on 0141-378-4145. Go to arguingco.co.uk or go to them on social media. They've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the rest there. Um, if you are a listener, how to spell that is A-R-G-U-E and co. And if you do that into Google, arguing call legal, you will find them. So thank you, Alan, for your sponsorship, mate. Thank you very much, Alan. There we go. We're trying to make a podcast that is entertaining and we're trying to also help people. So really trying our best to get sponsors that can genuinely help people. Like Paul said, I know Alan. There's a discount code. Life can be stressful. Phone them up. Ask for some advice and he will sort you out. It's nice to be back in the studio today, Paul. I was going to get a guest, but it's been the last couple of days has been a wee bit mental, and I just <laughs> thought I would keep it to, to me and you. To just us. <laughs> so, what's been going on, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, I've got like a list of topics and stuff, but. Um, I don't even know why I've done it. I suppose I, I do know. I've been taking AD, ADHD meds from a sandwich bag and it's gave me a fucking God complex. I've went on TikTok out of boredom and I just started taking the piss. Out. This is 89 episode, right? We bring it up every single episode called Water Therapy People, all the type of people. And I just started to improv shit. And it has, my TikTok has went mental, honestly. Somebody in a van shouted depression candles at me in the tune. <laughs> when did that happen? Today. <laughs> it's mental. I've had, people are messaging me, asking me how much it is for a depression candle. Are they being serious though? Um, <sighs> I think a lot of them are in on the joke, but... It's I it's it's wild, there's mate. A f there's a few people that maybe are on the outside of it. Yeah. I think you're some sort of fucking guru. A lot of people asking me if I'm mentally unwell. Uh there's a guy that said you know, I find it funny, right? I know that the guy means well. I know it comes from a place of concern, but someone DM'd me on TikTok saying, Is everything okay, mate? You seem really manic. Have you ever heard of a charity called Men Matter? And he was like sending me mental health links to this guy's <laughs> charity in Glasgow because I'm on TikTok pretending to sell mental health candles. <laughs> so there we I must be a good I must be a good actor, mate. Oh mate, you fucking definitely are, mate. You've got all sorts of cunts hook, line and sinker with this one, mate. But like you said, man, we've got so much like history uh, like chatting about these things and I think that 
Well, it was sparked. Am I right in saying it was sparked by a debate that was happening between the guy, Doctor Michael? Um, did I send you this? I think you did, mate. This is this is what sparked it. You sent me it. Right, I seen this maybe about two weeks ago, and if anybody's no, because you're not doing any explaining. If anybody's no up on what's what's been going on, there's a a company called Elite Tannin in East Kilbride, I think, and they sell tanning creams, stuff to wear when you go into the sunbeds, whatever you want, like, you know, live your life. They've also been selling sleep gummies that have got melanin in them, which you need a prescription to actually sell. Like, you need to be a pharmacist to sell that shit to people in the UK, so I think that's been a bit of an ethical tightrope for them. But I think the lo- the big thing that the reason why people have been picking up on this is that the guy has been outright out there telling people not to vax their wains with the um, measles, mumps and rubella, so it's that, the MMR vaccine. Mm. And also saying that if you bring your wane to them, him and his missus will detox them to get the heavy metals out of their system and it'll cure their autism. So basically this guy had been doing a backwards and forwards in some videos with this doctor, Dr. Michael, but then they got on a live um, on TikTok. And, I mean, if it wasn't a comedy sketch in itself, I don't know. I mean, sometimes real life, you can't write it, can you? It's, like, funnier than any comedy, but the backwards and forwards between the two of them, excuse me, (coughs) was, like, ridiculously, it was so funny. So I've sent this to you. Mm-hmm. And then you've decided to almost like parody, no him, but this type of person into it. And yeah, I will, 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 will we reiterate that we've both fasted and done cold water. It's no the thing that we don't like. It's the people that somehow gravitate towards this sort of like wellness yeah. community. Like, and they've literally got like a couple of screws loose in their napper, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so as per- a background, yeah. perfectly explained. I w- I'm like, you know, lying on the couch, and Paul sends me these TikToks, and it just triggered something. Uh, but I, you, you couldn't have put it better. The both of us are also in recovery. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talk, I'm on this TikTok talking about alcoholism and addiction. I'm an alcoholic. I'm nearly eight years sober, so I'm not mocking anybody. But then people listening to this podcast know this. Uh-huh. They've been here since day one. We, they know that I'm coming from a good place, and I don't even really. I mean, what you explained there about that guy, I don't even really know. Um, I never really done much. I never looked at any of his TikToks. I just looked at the debate. And what you sent me, so I never knew any of that about the vaccine stuff. Oh, did you know? No. So, like, <clears throat> according, I mean, he's, for his perspective, I think it's a bit like, I'm no, I'm no giving anybody medical advice, but actually he is, like, I think there was screenshots of him in people's, like, comments saying, don't get, don't let your kid take the vaccine and blah, blah, blah. So, like, they are... They're, they're preying on people's fears. Do you mm. know what I mean? And, um, and they're selling moon dust to cunts to try and make money. You know what I mean? And I think, like, it's somebody put it quite perfectly for me. Um, and I'm willing to take any backlash. Do you know what I mean? And anybody that's, what I, you know what I mean? And, like, fucking bring it on. Don't give a fuck. But it, the word, like, this is like the mad fucking nuggets for the scheme now. Think that they know what they're talking. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's what somebody said in the comments. Like this is like, remember that like the guy that was the best fighter in your school and nobody could challenge their opinion because they would feel they'd get a doing. This is what these cunts are like. They're just out there spouting absolute shite, mate. Like, he, I watched the the backwards and forwards on TikTok where he was like, "I'm gonna blow your mind." Here's the study. And it was like a study done between 2001 and 2007 where I think they they changed the recipe for one of the, the MMR vaccine and, and somehow the guy's like, see, that proves that it causes autism. There's been many sort of... So, aye, there's been many sort of low-level studies done where these doctors pass their opinions off as fact and say, I think it's... That's why we're seeing a rise in autism is because people are getting vaccinated and it, there's 
been loads of actual studies done where they do it over the course of like millions of people where they find absolutely no link between them. Um, so, aye, it's it's like it's. You ever seen? I, I'm not a big fan of Joe Rogan, but you ever seen the Joe Rogan stand up where he's like, "We're now at the point in the world where the idiots like, I know what's happening here. Here's what's happening, and they get another group. I don't think everybody that listens to anti-vax is an idiot. Mm-hmm. I think that there, there's there's some people are concerned parents, yes. people that are desperate. Their kids have got like severe autism and, and they want an explanation why, or they have suffered from mental health problems, anxiety and stuff, and they want a reason why. And when they hear stuff like, see that thing that you don't have a choice in, where you go and they stick a needle in you, it's that that causes it. And they're just like, oh, that must be true. Yeah. And they're hitting them with absolute nonsense. And mate, this has all been debunked many times over. Yeah. Many, many times over. But unfortunately, these people feel emboldened by the internet and by the fact that they've got a camera and they can go on the internet and they find a community of people who then become an echo chamber for their bullshit and say, oh, aye, aye, that's right, look, what I've fun. Yeah. And, and it's just, aye, man, it's, ins- it's like a form of insanity. So I think what you've done the last week with the parody thing is an absolute stroke of genius, mate. And I think, like, if they get annoyed by it, it's because you're holding a mirror up to them. You're not saying anything, that, you know what I mean? And you're, you're taking the piss a wee bit, you're a comedian, you're an actor, but ultimately, if anybody out there's like believes this pish and they're getting annoyed by what you're doing, it's because you're holding a mirror up to them and they don't like what they see. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's all a bit of fun at the end of the day from my point of view. I'm just trying to make humour from this situation I've got nothing against that guy I don't even know what the guy's name is if he wants to take it personal he can reach out and we can have a conversation but at the end of the day it's just a just a joke but it's true what you're saying about all that stuff like I've got people family members even mate that will be like oh have you seen this uh, Instagram reel it's they've got um, aliens in the jungle in Peru, the tribes in Peru have found aliens, and then you'll see, you'll look at the, the video, and it'll just be like, mate, that's, you don't even see anything, but they'll, they'll believe that like it's gospel, like absolute uh-huh. gospel, but then they'll be like, nah, I don't read the newspaper, or I don't listen to a doctor, I'm like, so you'll look at a TikTok account that's got 4,000 fucking followers and they're talking about the ice wall and they're talking about vaccines, but you won't listen to your GP telling you to fucking take paracetamol. You've all been indoctrinated, bro. Like, what was it? There was something that I was watching where the guy was like, so many sheep in my comments. And it's like, very easy. Like, this is the, the weird paradox, isn't it? Like, oh, like, so if I've got an opinion... All you days call me names, call me an anti-vaxxer and all that, just try and discredit me. But when somebody comes in with a bit of sense, they're like, oh, you've just been indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird, like, they can't see their own flaws, like their own thinking flaws. Like, for instance, like, and I, I, I won't say what we're going to do after this podcast um, because I don't want to ruin it, but that guy in one of the TikTok lives, the guy was like, you pre- you promote this supplement and he's like no no wait wait i get mine off ebay and mm. it's like so wait a minute like let's just let's just take a second take a deep breath in a deep breath out and relax ourselves right and relax take all the emotions out of this you are not willing to go and take a vaccination that has been developed over the course of the last 20, 30 years with experts who had to go through vigorous education systems to get to the point where they're actually in charge of medicines for people. But you buy a powder off of eBay that comes for fuck knows where and you are selling that to people on the internet as some sort of a miracle drug. Mm-hmm. That That's the bit where it's like, can you not see the contradiction in what's going on? Like the discourse that has gone through somebody's head that is like, don't trust doctors but trust some random cunt on ebay <laughs> to be no than that full yeah. of shite like where i just that's where i'm like are anybody that's out there being like i wouldn't get the covid vaccine but i take coke every weekend some random guy turns up in a moped and drops half ketamine and yeah. me and my mate sitting snorting and go to her fucking bin it's like what 
Yeah. Like the the but I f- I kind of like I always come back to like as much as like there is a bit of me that sort of laughs. Then I always try and come back to the fact that this guy's just scared. Yeah. Anybody that follows this guy is scared. Like I know that they probably like wouldn't admit it. Like they wouldn't. You know what I mean? I'm no fucking scared. I'm no sheep. But see, at the end of the day, like all of this comes for fear. People are skeptical about putting, you know, putting a needle in their kid's arm. I get it. I understand. But it's almost like look, look what's happened with polio. Yeah. Like we vaccinated the life out of that disease. We get rid of it. And it started to creep back in in America. And guess where? Florida, Texas, all the places where cunts are all pure anti-vax and don't trust the government and don't trust authority and blah, mm. blah, blah. So it's like we will literally go back to like having measles everywhere, having the mumps. and Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you'll actually end up harming your kids and their kids, future mm. generations, by advising people not to get these medicines that have eradicated countless amounts of fucking diseases. Yep. Here. Likewise, I was scared as well. I remember going to the centre for my vaccine and uh, I started to tell people, like, I think I'm going to pull out. I don't know if I'm going to get this. And I went straight to the vaccine centre, sat there, and there was a nurse and I was like, I'm fucking shiting myself here. I don't know what that is. And I'm kind of like, I'm starting to believe Facebook posts and stuff. Like, we lived through a stressful time. My head was up my arse. And she talked me through it, and I just done that. I fuck it, man. What am I doing? Get just uh-huh. do it. Can I, I mean? can I make a, metaf- a metaphor that you'll probably relate to with us, right? See, when I started to realise that I was an addict, it didn't feel comfortable. It felt really uncomfortable. Not only for the fact that I was going to need to admit to myself that there was, you know, that I had a problem, which is uncomfortable in itself but also that I was going to need to change my behaviour. I was going to need to gee up things that I I used to cope, right, Um, to get through life. See any bit of literature that I did, when because one of the things that I'm really good at is that see if I have a problem with something, I research the life with it. I go and I'm like, how do I, why have I, how have I ended up here? Why, what am I doing? And how did I get out of it, right? And, see any bit of literature that was like there is no thing as addiction like blah 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 you don't need to be abstinent i was like pure right right oh fucking good because it just made me feel comfortable mm-hmm. so i'm the same as you when i went to the hydro to get my, my covid vaccine i was standing in the queue and i started to be like what if this is Nanotech, no, like, I'm not saying that to be funny. What if they are putting fucking shit into your and it's going to change me and it's going to blah blah blah? And see the thought of like, I could just not take this. It was so comforting because it was uncomfortable, like, not knowing what this looked like. So, this is all that these people are doing, mate. It, they're like, what the fuck's this? You know what I mean? And like, what, what, am, I, what am I going to need to take here? And then when they, they read something that just goes, oh, by the way, don't take it, and it's because X, Y, and Z, they just buy into it, and they're hook, line, and sinker, and it makes them feel comfortable, and they then see that, like, that guy that we're talking about, the elite tanning, said something, I, I trust my instincts, mate, I'm a fucking mental health professional, people out there have, like, anxieties to be challenged, you're supposed to go into the discomfort, not just try and make yourself feel comfortable everywhere you go. And I think that's what's happened with vaccines is, is that it makes people feel way more comfortable not to take them because they don't know. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. That they then just revert back to that. And then when they, they feel comfortable, it's almost like, that's a sign for the universe that I'm doing the right thing. And it's like, so, wow, yeah. like, what the fuck? Hope that metaphor made sense there. Like, Absolutely. With it, because I genuinely remember that, like reading stuff. Like I suffered for, I'm in recovery for porn and sex addiction. And anything that said to me, porn addiction isn't real, sex addiction isn't real. I was like pure, fuck, yes, man. Yes, mm. because it felt good. I'm not an addict. There's nothing wrong with me. But then I had to just re- admit it to myself and go into that discomfort and go into recovery, which isn't comfortable. Yeah. And I genuinely think that's what people do with things like medicines and vaccinations. Do you know what I mean? People do that with alcohol and drugs as well, mate. Like, I've had people say to me, just have a shandy. Have a, how come you can't have five shandies? Five shandies and cap it. Or 
instead of taking coke, why don't you have a joint? Like, it's it's just everywhere, it's the same. And I'm not mocking anybody, by the way, seeing a bad day. See, when I'm having a bad day, my head is fucking up my arse. I could look at a video that's like saying the moon landing's fake, and I'd be like, aye, aye, I see that. I can actually see that. Uh-huh. I can understand that. We're, we're, we're having a pretty serious podcast. We have, we have at least one of these a month, don't we? Aye, well... We have a bit of a laugh, but we're having a serious podcast. See, when I was at my lowest point mentally, mental health-wise, lacking any sort of like rationality, logic, blah, 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 mate, I was buzzed deep into every conspiracy. It sort of like made me feel good about the fact that I didn't feel good. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like. Yeah. Oh, it's no my fault. Like the world's against you. Oh, there's this big plan to control you, and all you need to do. And, and honestly, it's so easy, man. I'm I'm like you. Like I think comedy is one of the sort of thing. Like, I'm not a comedian. Like, I don't claim to be a comedian at all. Like we do, like a, a podcast that people tell us, tell oh you're you're funny, and I'm like I'm, don't fucking think so. But this is the type of thing I think through humour you can challenge uncomfortable things you can push people on their, their attitudes without you know being in direct confrontation and I think that's what you're doing with, with what you're um, with what you've done I think it's needed I think yeah. what the guy Dr Michael did you said this half Mike I think that was needed as well I think people like that need to be challenged but it's you can almost see where like people like that you can almost see the discourse happening in their brain. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like you can, when you're a clear thinker and you've actually got like emotional intelligence, logic, rationality, you see people like that and I see myself in them back in the day. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why I think it triggers me so much. I know that we talk shit about cold water therapy and people like that and people thinking that there's like, somehow you can do this one simple thing and all of a sudden all your problems in the world and all your mental health problems and it will all just go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see that and I think the reason that it triggers me so much is because I used to be like that. I used to be very untrusting and thinking, because I came for a scheme, because I was a working class guy, like the world's against you and you know, like they tell you this, but it's not true. And actually, like this is true. And there's there's these shadow people. They're really bad, and they control the world. And everybody's a puppet and an actor, and blah blah blah. And, and then you come out of your mental health crisis, and you're just sort of like, "Fuck, man, what was I thinking? Yeah, like why was I thinking like that?" And it's just because the reason that you don't feel good or that you have a mental health problem is because your thinking's fucked. Like you were saying there, when I'm having a bad day, my thinking's fucking fried. So. To make yourself feel better, you just go down this other rabbit hole of like terrible thought processes. Yeah. And it, it does, man. It gives you that sort of buzz, especially if he's got people who buys products, he makes money. Mm-hmm. People make, it's not just him. People make, there's a big problem out there with this. People are making money for it. They end up with confirmation biases, like groups of hundreds of people that think the same as them and confirm everything that they say and you're a good guy and you're fighting a good fight and yep. you're going to be part of the revolution, brother. You know what I mean? And it's just like, no, like, no, no, no. Mate, I've had, like, we're not slagging this guy because I've had confirmation bias. I was like that when I was a vegan. I was a vegan for two years and I was literally screaming in the face of people, this is the best thing for you. I feel amazing. As my body was fucking failing me, right in front of me, open sores in my skin, I was going grey, my hair loss, I couldn't donate blood, and I was literally being like, you're fucking stupid man, vegan is the best thing for you, until I fainted one day, uh-huh. I fainted, had to go and get a doctor's checkup, and the doctor was like, you need to stop being a vegan, and then when I went for the hair transplant, they were like, obviously it's stress, but one of the most common things with like hair loss and all that shit is like veganism. And I used to donate blood all the time, mate. And the and even the nurses were like, ah, it's vegan. Unless you are fucking right, like an iron deficiency and stuff, can't accept your blood. Aye, unless you're like fucking Floyd Mayweather with a personal chef, then it's no good for you. Yes. So there's this documentary, like and I've I've even been like uh, what was um, what was it called again? The Netflix, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. 
I I think he was part of because he's vegan, isn't he? He's yeah. plant based. Um, which is that's for his heart. Like. He's like eighty five percent plant based. <laughs> he still eats twenty five percent pure pure testosterone, bro. Um, let's find the, the name of this thing now. Because there was a bit in it where I was like, no, nah, man, come on. Um, the Game Changers. Yes. They focused in on NFL athletes who have personal fucking chefs. That isn't he eating what's it's mm-hmm. for fucking 12 hours. Do you know what I mean? And, like, and see, just like you're saying, right? See you being vegan and having to go to the doctor for malnourishment and you'll let your hair fall out and blah, 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 right? You've got lived experience. So I would say that you have a personal right to speak on that and to say to people, listen, see if you're like somebody who's vegan that eats, you know, bread, margarine and fucking whatever, tofu or whatever, like you're not going to do yourself any good. Like if that's all that you're eating and, you know, I've, I went to the doctor and I've found that I'm in a much better place, like mind, body and soul by having a more balanced diet or whatever. They could literally repost that look at this fucking idea their full community on the internet will be like he doesn't know what he's talking about making them feel better because they don't feel comfortable that's why they share it please tell me that i'm right please tell me that this guy's talking shit and then go and find four or five articles on the internet oh well, what about this study and what about that study and it's like aye but the guy's telling his actual experience do you know what i mean and yeah. through life like that's got to i think you've got a right to actually like talk about that but to go back to it like they, you could quite easily go and find a study that's like, no, this guy's talking shit, doesn't know what he's talking about, blah, 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 and then go and watch a documentary where they're like, but what about Arnold Schwarzenegger? He gets every single fucking meal made for him, he gets supplements through the fucking, he gets the best of everything. What about these NFL football players that are built with fucking tanks? Again, they're getting their meals purposely made for them. And an average person, working class, that's... I don't know if you really want to be vegan, do you know what I mean? And it might not be good for you. No. Or there might be, you know, there might be other studies out there that tells you that you need protein, that you need, uh, like, animal protein and blah, blah, blah. But that's just how the internet works now, isn't it? It's like, oh, I like what that guy's saying, I'll follow him. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I like what that guy's saying, I'll follow him. I like what this person's saying, I'll follow them. And then you just end up with people just telling you what you want to hear. You don't get a doctor out there being like, that's not right. Yeah. Here's why we think, here's why we practice the way that we practice. Oh, well, that's a load of shite because I believe, mm-hmm. right? But why do you believe it? Do you know what I mean? And like, I feel really sorry for, for a parent that's out there that believes that because they had their child's well-being at the front of their mind and got them vaccinated on the advice of medical professions in over 100 years of modern medicine and they think that somehow they have caused autism in their child. It's yeah. mental, mate. And anybody that goes on about, what about diagnosis rates going up? That's the same for mental health. That's the same for cancers. That's the same for almost every ailment that we've got. And that's because we're getting better at diagnosing them. And we also have, you know, modern medicine. They didn't have that shit a hundred years ago. If you want to go back to, you know, putting your wings up a chimney to clean a chimney, you know what I mean? And then getting fucking black lung or whatever. Let's go back to that if you want. But 
yeah. fucking hell man like listen to your fucking doctor for fuck's sake <laughs> like the one that gets me is the and it really did used to get me was the sort of like the cancer stuff and people being like oh if you just go and juice and you know take sugar rick simpson oil and i mm -hmm. that's sugar and trans fats and we need to get back to eating butter mate go and look at what happened to steve jobs yeah. That guy fucking tried to juice his way out his cancer and then when it was too late decided to take the chemo and it was just too late for the guy. Early early diagnosis and catching these things early and getting the right treatments to them as early as possible is the best thing and that is undisputable. I think Michael, uh, Dr. Michael did a video on Steve Jobs. Right, did he? And that's what made me, it was almost a light bulb moment because I was like, right, Steve Jobs is billions and billions of pounds, right? Endless amounts of money. Best doctor. He could get the best doctor in the world. Best food, best quality of vitamins, and it didn't work for him. So why is it going to work for somebody that lives in fucking, you know, Lindsay? It's not going to happen. Just, you're absolutely right, mate. But when Dr. Michael brought that up, I had a wee light bulb moment. So, aye, there we go. But I, the reason that we're talking about all this is that character that I'm doing on TikTok is not going to stop. That I'm going to continue that, mate. Is it Dardo? Dardo. I love I've, it, mate. I've started calling him Dardo, so I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep doing it. It's going to get better. We'll start adding things to it. And, um... Aye, fuck it, why no, man? It's it's only a laugh anyway, isn't it? Um, how are you since the Fringe is finished? Um, I mean, my last day at the Fringe, my hair's looking all right today, man. You're looking good. Looking mm -hmm. good, baby. Um, was Sunday, but I've had this, um, I've no a day off. My first day off is this Sunday, and it will be my first like full day off no work for probably about four and a half weeks so um i don't i'm like last night right i'll give you a for instance this is how i'm feeling i went in my bed at like midnight i got half 11 went to sleep at about midnight woke up at nine o'clock this morning get nine hours sleep you know i've got cats if i can interrupt you but i get a good nine hours sleep right i I did not feel rested one, but I'm like I'm towing a caravan. Yeah, you know that. Like that's how I'm feeling. What I was doing at the fringe was I was recording a show. Um, I was get so I was coming in here doing stuff like this, doing other people's podcasts. You know, like during the day. Then I was getting a half four train through Edinburgh. When I was on the train, I was having to edit. Then I was, you know, what the fringe is like. I was getting there quarter to six mm -hmm. getting to the venue at like ten past six running for fucking Waverley to the venue with a suitcase full of cameras that weighed about fucking 25 kilo running to a venue I had 15 minutes to set up then the show would start I'd be recording for an hour I'd be running about with a camera for an hour then I was I had 15 minutes to pack up get back on the train and get back down the road but then because I've had a limited availability in the studio this week's just been podcast after podcast after podcast. Plus, I'm out on tour with Gary. Oh, fuck. So, Gary Fault. I have had, August was like, if you are, I don't know, man, like, it, it was almost like the month for hell. Mm. But the the bright side of that is I've made a fair whack of cash. But Good. I don't, like, mate, I, I want, I'm one of these, I'm just like, see, if I can make enough money to survive, I'm happy, man. Yeah. I'm not a pure let's hustle bro yeah. oh why to get into crypto to make millions not mate i'm happy with my two cats my bird and my flat <laughs> like honestly good and when i'm away like that i miss that mm. that's what i really miss that mate like i feel like me and Sean haven't seen each other i'm gonna and i mean this mate like i go in and i feel guilty looking at my cats because when i walk through the door the two of them up here running to the front door they're like my wings do you know what i mean and they're yeah. pure running to the front door and you know like the they've like we Binks is attached to Sharon and Salem's like pure attached to me anytime I'm in the house Salem's just sitting greeting yeah. and she's like that's because you're not here he needs you here do you know what I mean and I'm like fuck's sake man separation anxiety aye so I am I, I'm, I've got Sunday Monday Tuesday off I've got three days off 
I'm gonna like I spend some time with the, the people I love, do you know what I mean? And, and just recharge the batteries a wee bit. But the the other thing that's weighing on my mind, mate, is I've got so much work to do. Yeah. Because I've got fucking 14, 15 shows. Oh man. That I need to start making into clips and oh, start mate. so but I need to manage that. Like it's one of the ones where I've said to the client, This is gonna be two weeks yeah. before you start seeing anything for me. Mm-hmm. Um because that's I'm I'm gonna I'm not going to work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's just no fucking happening, mate. I need to have that boundary and, you know, take care of myself a wee bit. need to be kind to yourself, mate. You look pretty fresh, to be honest. Really? Looking good. Looking good, mate. Um, How are you anyway? I mean, you, you, that interview and stuff, like, you, you did a wee bit at the fringe and you had the funny bunch that I've been hearing... Did we talk about the funny bunch of last time? Yeah, yeah. Had it been? Yes. That, mate, that's how fucked my head is. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, we spoke about it in the last podcast. Uh, we managed to sell it out. There was a lot of discount codes with the uh, patron that used it. Um, Lindsay, your pal, uh, came and took photos and it was brilliant. So I am looking forward to the future. I'm looking forward to future funny bunches. We're we need to actually sit down and get the diary out and get a live podcast show sorted for Blackfriars. But I I'm alright. Look, I'm not perfect. I'm on TikTok slagging people. <laughs> I am taking fucking ADHD meds that I got from my pal uh, that I probably shouldn't be doing and I wouldn't recommend. But I feel like through our NHS being stressed, I can't get help as quick as I should. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I took that out of desperation. It's really helped me. You know, it's plugged a fucking hole in the dam. But I, it's made me feel different. It's made me feel better. And it's took away dark thoughts. And even the, you know, I don't want people, a lot of cunts are like that. Oh, he's a fucking snobby actor that thinks he's fucking better than everybody. What are you talking about? I came from Springburn. I'm dyslexic. I never went to drama school. Everything is my set. I worked as a trolley boy for 10 years. I go to comedy because it stops me from fucking wanting to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's why I do comedy. That's how dark it can be for me. So I don't think people, uh, well, people that listen to the podcast know that, but no people outside the podcast. Uh, who was saying that? You're snobby. Getting a lot of comments, mate, online. Just that, even before TikTok, that was a thing. Like, people kind of mean, like, oh, you think you're better than us? I'm like, okay, mate, no bother. So, uh, but I feel really good. I feel fresh. I've noticed uh, there's a difference in how I react to things. I'm not being like, oh, Paul looked at me that way. That means he doesn't like me. Uh-huh, like you know I mean? your hyper fixation and obsessive sort of thoughts and yep. stuff. I, I... Or like, I'm not, I don't even know why I'm using Sharon as an example because I wouldn't even think like that, but maybe if like, I don't know, I'd just be like, oh, they, they've been talking about me. That's because they don't want to do this podcast. Paul wants to stop the podcast. Hey, I... That's how my mind goes uh-huh. with everything. But yesterday, I'll show. I'll give you an example how I feel like I've changed. I was walking home, right? I can find the humour in this. <laughs> I was walking home and a car full of guys drove past us. I don't even know if it was aimed at me because it was dark and it was a busy street. And a guy shouted from the car, Fatty Boom Boom. And I had a moment, a moment of... First and foremost, it didn't hurt my feelings, which is a different reaction because mm-hmm. instantly I would go, I'm a fat cunt, I'm ugly, I need to go on a diet, I'm going to fast, diet pills, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I did not believe that for the first time in my life, but I did go to run up to that car <laughs> and terrify them when it stops at the lights <laughs> and just like scream into the car. Uh-huh. But I also instantly went to, that is not a healthy response either because, you know, there's fucking five people in the car. God knows what could happen. Ah, you don't want to be doing that, mate. And 100%. plus, you know, they might know me. 
they might recognise me. Mm-hmm. So they'd be like, that mad country Scott squad ran up to your motor and screamed in the windy. So I'm starting to realise that that's no healthy, uh-huh. but I'm also starting to not engage in those... Types of thoughts. Thoughts, because uh, I yeah, actually yeah. feel good. I do feel good. And I don't give a fuck if somebody says that now. And I don't even really know if it was aimed at me, to be honest. But the old me would have been like, that was at me. And, you know, Aye. all the usual shit. That's good, man, because it's like, I think you're like saying that you wouldn't take it out on yourself, first of all, like by like fucking going on fucking mad crazy diets or whatever, like, I need to lose weight now, I'm pure fat and ugly, and that's why they were shouting at me. And also, you're, so that's one way of like tormenting yourself with that type of situation. The second way is like imagining murdering people, which yeah. isn't good for people's minds either do you know what i mean and like even like if i get clients and stuff and they'll be like it's almost like a form of self-indulgence like i they i'll just sit and just imagine like all these people for the past that have done me wrong and me fucking like slitting their throat or whatever make it's like yep uh oh you know what i mean i know that you're gonna do it in bad but it, it makes you feel like shit thinking like that do you know what i mean and, yeah um and because your imagination doesn't know the difference between reality and what goes through your mind it's just like because everything's in pure technical do you know what i mean and so you just actually like think that there's a part of you unconsciously that will think that you've actually done something bad like that and then that'll give you anxiety or does that make me a bad person or would i be capable of doing something like that why am i thinking these types of thoughts and and then it comes down to like a more like you're saying like a mere rational balance thinking of like well was that even aimed at me i don't know and i'm just going to go on with my day i don't give a fuck do i know them do i know these people do they know me no why do i give a fuck what they think about me exactly and i I will go to when i'm having a bad day my mind will go to i can't believe i let them away with that Uh uh-huh that's what i'll think but also then i mean this was in the space of a minute by the way my mind just sorted it out but I was like, imagine just shouting at, shouting at people. That's shouting something cruel at a stranger. And it just, for the first time, it made me think that is, you're sick. Those people are sick. And I, I probably would imagine that at some point in their life, they'll regret that eventually. Aye. And well, I, that's just, I felt a wee bit sad for them. That's it, mate. Like, aye, that's that's a good place to be in because you're then bringing yourself into the reality of like, what type of person shouts abuse out of a car? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And is that a healthy person that shouts something like that? Think that's funny. I mean, one, it's no funny. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And calling somebody fat isn't funny. Um, and two, like, you're shouting it at a stranger out of a car. Like, what type of fucking I don't think that's a happy, healthy person. No. Do you know what I mean? Anytime where I've been in, even as like a young guy and you do shit like, oh, fucking stay here or whatever. I've genuinely been deflecting away for the fact I'm like, please just don't pick on me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I hope nobody sees my flaws because yeah. we've all fucking got them. Do you know what I mean? So I man, that's definitely like the sort of, a good sort of like mindset, mate. Yeah. And like, that's nice to notice that you're, that you're thinking like that, man. And it, you know, I'm not here. I'm not fishing for compliments, by the way. This is not what I I'm doing. Ah, yeah. But I must Come say on. that was the first time I've ever been like, get to fuck. I actually feel fucking brilliant. Like, shut the fuck up. Like first time I've ever done that. Being like, fucking dafties. Whether it's instantly like either, right? So I noticed that and I was like, I'm going to try my best to be like that from now on. And it feels good, mate. It feels good. The only person that can defeat you is yourself, bro. Do you know what I mean? Remember the Mike Tyson quote? The only person that's going to beat Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson. And it was true. And he did beat him. Yep. Knocked him the fuck out, mate. Yes. Now he's a mess. Uh Uh-huh. Have you seen the TikTok with him and Dana White? Aye. Aye. The uh, Bon Jovi one? Yep. He gives me anxiety, by the way. Who, Mike Tyson? Yep. See, when he talks, mate, it does my tits in. He just goes on his podcast, he gets fucking wrecked, and I'm like, I cannot understand a word that cunt's in. Mate, he gets the biggest celebrity personalities in the world to sit across from him and he mumbles a load of shit to them. <laughs> he's like... He's like somebody's mental grander. And the, it's like... Do you know, 
I'm going to, uh, this, this will be controversial. I don't like the idolization of him, mate. I think he's a cunt. I don't think Mike Tyson's a nice guy. Like, I think Mike Tyson, he's part of this. Um, oh, I took DMT and seen all my problems. Now I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. And now he looks like he sits and smokes his panning to, like, stop himself from being, like, an absolute animal to a person. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think anybody's bad. Like, obviously, like, I'm pure correcting myself here. Like, pure, like, be compassionate. Mike Tyson's a victim of his environment. You know what I mean? And he grew up in a fucking horrible place. I'm sure if I've seen his story, it was not nice and stuff. But like you, it's the idolization of Mike Tyson, not Mike Tyson himself, Mm -hmm. that I don't like. It's the fact that all these people hang, oh, he's pure cool and Tyson and... Just making it Co- Conor McGregor as well same Aye. exact same mate. These, these are not the type of men that we should be like looking up to yeah do you know what I mean and like you know it's cunts like a fucking Jake and Logan Paul do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. like what makes them oh they've made so much money and what yeah and what Aye. so is he look Elon Musk what fucking state of that cunt you want to be like him aye I would defo shout at him for a motor what would you shout? Yeah, fucking gimp. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Elon Musk uh, walking down the street, walking down Vicky Road <laughs> at like 10pm on a fucking Wednesday night and somebody being like, oh, Elon, you fucking gimp. Uh, here, Elon, you mad space gimp. <laughs> <laughs> what would you shout at him? Fact, you know what? <laughs> Who would pick a celebrity that you would like to shout at from a moving car? And what would you say? <laughs> um, oh, I don't know, man. I, mate, I genuinely find cruelty quite hard yeah. to come up with. Space Gimp's pretty funny, though. Space Gimp's very funny, mate. I think calling somebody a Gimp's a great, a great slagging. I would love to just ask for his opinion after it how do you feel about getting called a space gimp and he's trying to say i'm trying to better the world i'm trying to save people and all that a mad cunt just called you a space gimp though um (laughs) try to think of who i would i i would like to i think like i think conor mcgregor would be a good one because he would legit not fuck at you so the moving cars like a good I like that. I would be like, Connor, we can see you've got a wee bobby in your weigh-ins. Yeah. That's think, a good one. I think that'd be a good one. I think he would chase the car. I think he would, mate. I think he would He would take a bite out of the motor. You yep. know what I mean? I think he would be, you know, when you're in the car, you'd be like, he's still chasing the car. Like, he's still running. Uh-huh. After five minutes, you're like, we can still see that cunt. There's a red light coming up. <laughs> <laughs> your arsehole starts going like uh, like any of the I mean what's one I'm thinking about like uh, Terminator 2 oh, where you're like he's still chasing the motor yep I've chopped off his horn off he's still like I think it would be like that I think he would probably wouldn't stop and then you would get him and you would be like oh I thought I pressed that you get him you'd be like oh, thank fuck man I'm him and you'd turn around and he'd turn the corner like <laughs> running down the street ways we boy what would yours what would yours be? I would um, like to drive past our NHS people and just shout, thank you for your service, brothers and sisters. Also, um, <laughs> Denzel Washington, I'd shout, I love you. Oh, you need to, you said, all, all right. right. No, you didn't say an insult. You said just shout something for a moving car. Insult, uh, there's nobody that I truly hate. Or, like, there's nobody that really does my tits in. So it's pretty hard. Um, can I really think? Cannot think. I don't know. I would, um... I would like to, I think, see... Somebody like, uh, Sylvester Stallone. And just be like, you've wasted your life. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would fuck him up, by the way. <laughs> that would get him lost in his own head. Do you think people like that have wasted their life? 
How? Just like it, fucking gone mental with these cameras. Maybe it's because I'm right. So I'm one of these. I seen a thing the other day that said there's two types of people when they're tired. You either get angry or weird. I get weird. Yeah. I start. I start saying shit like, do you know what I mean? And people are like, I've been up like playing in the band. I've been up for like two, three days, um, and like I start saying like just weird shit. People are like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I mean? And like, what the fuck? But um, I just did a thought there. Like, think about like people that dedicate their life to being like, like him, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like. They dedicate their life on one hand to being like super fit, right? And like ripped and built like a tank. And on other on the other hand, they dedicate their life to like amassing crazy amounts of money through like being movie actors. And I think that there's there's a lot of like ego that goes into that. And I think that these people genuinely think that what they're doing is somehow important. Yeah. But the realization that they've done nothing really yeah. for the world. I mean, there's a couple of good montages in the Rocky movie. He gave us a couple of good montages, right? But do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Where it's like, um, they think that they've genuinely gave something to the world and you're just sort of like, Aye. you have driven yourself. I mean, like both Sly and Schwarzenegger had like heart attacks in the late 40s, early 50s. Like you have driven yourself to this. You have spent probably countless amounts of fucking days, weeks, months, years working on this and see actually really you're like a rat in the rat race. I'm well, gonna I'm just gonna burn the studio down when we're done <laughs> mate. Imagine Stallone in the queue to get into heaven and he's like beside he's like, what are you in for? And he's like, I'm a top brain surgeon for kids with brain tumours and I've saved over four million kids. What did you do? And he's like, eh, I made Rocky. I'm like, all right. Is that that? I'm like, aye, Rocky. Rocky nine. I made nine. Rocky. Like, Straight to fucking hell. I'm kidding on. Hi. <laughs> no, I like Sly though. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Rocky. <laughs> Copland, one of the best films ever made. You ever seen it? Um, I have not. Um, there's a couple of sly movies that I've no went near. One is Cobra. Yes. Um, and the other one is Copland. I've not seen any of the Expendable movies. Um, Good move. Aye. Yeah. It's when they start bringing Jet Li. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> aye. Or like old cunts that are pure fucked. Like, uh, who was the guy... Who was the original superhero guy? Like, you know how you had Sly, Bruce Willis? Who was the guy back in the day, the cratty cunt? Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, was he <laughs> knowing one of them? Aye, he's in the morning, as you know. Aye, he's in a couple he, of them. He pure appeared and he was like... Uh, uh, uh. Stop, mate. Mate, he fought Bruce Lee in the Coliseum. Did he win? No. <laughs> Amazing. Nobody won against Bruce Lee, mate. Nobody. But, aye, how did we go into... Screaming obscenities, telling telling world renowned billionaire actors that their life's been meaningless. Aye, space gimps, space gimps. Gimp. passing mate. Ford cars. That's getting taken down as the 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 title of this uh, this podcast. Space gimp. How long have we done? Fifty five minutes. Fifty five minutes. We'll do another five All minutes. Right, uh you're asking me what I've been up to. Um, I actually went to see my cousin who is a wrestler. Her name is Lucy Gowdy, and I went to see her in a show last week, and it was good fun. It was nice to go and see her. Where was the show? It was in Govan for Ravy Davy. Was it in like a uh, Masonic Hall or something? Aye, like? basically, aye. There was Behind a car wash? Mm-hmm. 450 no. people, mate. 450 people? I think there was only supposed to be 280 people in, but... Was aye. it packed? Packed. Wow. It was a good laugh. Ravy Davy is good at what he does, man. He's a entertaining guy. He, mate, I hundred percent agree with that. Guys like guys like Davy, can we call him Davy? Is that his? Davy, Guys like Ravy <laughs> feels weird calling him David. <laughs> guys like Ravy, I know. I I call him Ravy. I know him right. 
it's one of the ones, me and Ravi are like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like guys, guys like Ravi Davey get a bad stick. Yeah. They get people, do you know what I mean? And like, I feel like, um, I feel like Gary Folds gets a wee bit of this, do you know what I mean? And oh, fuck, he's just doing Ned Potter or, you know what I mean? And like that, and I'm genuinely like, no man, these people are top class. Like, yeah. he is an entertaining guy, like highly entertaining. And I know that he does. Is it no like a family friendly? Is it? Yeah, that uh, was the, the that was the one I was at. Right. There was four hundred and fifty bands, and I'm just fucking stoning at the back like that. <laughs> <laughs> I better leave after my cousin, man, because I get the jail. Setting um, up a merch thingy for the candle. <laughs> <laughs> a merch stall. Yeah, hope everybody in this room's vaccinated. Damn out of here. Uh, There'll be shedding on army. Um, <laughs> did you see that Grado was on fucking like BT Sport? Yeah. Then is it TNA or yep. something like that? Like Impact Aye. Wrestling or something like that. Good man. on him. Thought that was brilliant. The place Good went mental. Yeah. I seen a video on fucking Instagram where it was him coming out. I was like, really? And I'm not saying that because I know anything about wrestling. I know fuck all about wrestling. So it's just really surprising to me that like a big audience like that will look pure. There's Grado. Yeah. Pure buzzing to have him in, man. Weird. I don't think people realise how big a pull he has. So good on him. But Lucy done amazing. She she done brilliant. She won her match. She's a good wrestler. Did you watch Hogan on Rogan? No, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it though. I will get to I it. I will need to, will need to talk about it. There's some interesting, like some crazy stories, man. Yeah. Like um I mate mental. You're just like how did these how did these guys get up in the morning to go and day? Mm-hmm. Like, no, even like a job. Like, see if I go like say like me and Sean have got a day off and I go for like two pints of Guinness in the afternoon, I'm like, I need a nap and then I wake up and I'm all groggy and I have my dinner, I go to bed, I wake up the next day, I'm like I'm fucked. These cunts were fucking drinking twenty four cans of fucking beer, <laughs> a liter of vodka, shoving fucking four gram of Colombian marching dust up their nose and then gone and doing pure somersaults off a tap turnbuckle. It's Aye. like no one other. Gone to the gym beat. gym and gone to the gym and you know, eating all the food and all Addicted that. Addicted to opioids and yeah. all sorts of madness. Yeah. I it's it's weird seeing these people old now as well, eh? Like Hogan still looks good, I think. But his face, you're like, oh, he looks like an old granda now. Mm-hmm. Strange. Even, you know, you're talking about Sly and all that, you'd never ever think you'd see all these people just a victim of father time, I suppose. But it's just strange, isn't it? Aye. You're like, that guy's been Hulk, Hulkamaniac for fucking 40 years and now he can't walk with a walking stick and shit. You're like, that's strange. Aye, man. Aye, man. He's... He he's one like he's one of the only I mean him and Ric Flair they're like the only ones fucking left aren't they like yeah. they're all fucking pan breed. Well, Ric Flair looks fucked, man. Can he's he? proper fucked, I think, mate. Yeah. And he's had a couple of like bad health scares over the years, and I'm sh- pretty sure that I'd heard that he just refuses to stop. Mm. So it's, he's going to hit a wall at some point, the poor guy. But what would you say to Hulk Hogan if you drove past Hulk Hogan? Out of a moving car, you only had one thing that you could say to him. Yellow is a terrible colour. <laughs> I was in the red group. Hi. <laughs> Shave your hair off, you fucking prick. The long bald. Yeah. That's a bold, bold haircut. Mm-hmm. The long bald. Merchant City Medical. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Will we wrap up? Yes, we'll wrap up because I'm up. I'm going. I'm on. I'm on the verge of pissing myself. Right, folks. Thank you very much for joining us. As always, I take it there's going to be a lot of new listeners because people are talking on TikTok. If you're listening and if you enjoy this, please give us a five star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, it means a lot that you have joined us. Like I said, guys, don't be taking ADHD meds off your pals that are in sandwich bags. It'll give you a god complex, but it'll also make dead people that you have loved in your life visit you in your dreams and tell you that you're going to be joining them soon. So thank you very much, Paul. Um, I'll see you next week.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.